Adaptable Project is here to help, educate and inspire Aussie blokes to reclaim their physical and mental strength. This is the Dad Bod Project. The Dad Bod Project. Dad Bod Project Podcast Episode 2 with Matthew Richardson. Richard, g'day mate. Good to be here, Raf. Thanks for having me. Mate, it's, uh, it's, it's great that you're here. And a nice change for you at least, mate, because I know you get sick of talking about your career. So we're not going to talk about your career, mate. We're not going to talk about footy. We won't mention how you kept the most... For, am I good for something else, am I? Well, we'll find out. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we won't mention that you kicked the most accurate season in the history of VFL AFL football. That's um, true. That yeah, is true. 150 years of the game. That's yeah. a fact. Look it up, kids. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to talk about our mates and we talk about our dads and we're going to talk about our kids and our physical health and I guess what led us to create the Dad Bod Project and, and why we think that this is so important. But a real privilege to have someone like Richo on to... Someone of your esteem and profile, mate, to just sit at your house and have a yak about real world issues for men in their 30s and beyond, regardless of what yeah. they've done or where they're going. What brought you here? Well, I guess we've known each other for a while, Rav, just through the, I guess, doing, you know, speaking gigs and a, f- a few things like that. And went away a few times and we just got talking and it just sort of kept coming up in conversation because we're the same age. I'm 46 now and. Don't just, look a day over 36 yeah, in, this, but, in this life. Huh? <laughs> and you just sort of start thinking about your health a bit more and where you're at in your life. And I guess all of your mates are obviously the same age. And we just had a lot of yeah. similar things coming up in conversation. Yeah. And um, you mentioned that you were doing, um, looking to do this stuff with the dad bod. And it just struck a chord with me because I've seen, you know, I've seen some mates go down one path, some go down another path. And, you know, I'm trying to, trying to be as healthy as I can. You know, a lot of still, you know, You'll, you'll have your slip-ups from time to time. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I'm trying to be healthy in the body and, and mind, and it's a challenge. It is. Yeah. yeah. Indeed it is. It's, I mean, you're right. We're two weeks apart in age. We're both from northern Tassie. You're, I think you're a slightly better footballer than me, I think. How many games did you play? You're a better singer, though. <laughs> I haven't heard you sing, mate. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> I'm very ordinary. <laughs> what? Uh, how many games did you play? Uh, 282 games. 282. Yeah. So 282 games between us. Yeah. Um, and, but, you, yeah, you're right, really similar stories in terms of our dads and, and their journey and our mates. We've seen a lot of our yeah. mates really succeed. A lot of them really battle as they hit this yeah. point in the life cycle, some of them at the same time, you know. so and I think um, the dad stuff was, was it as well, just watching my own dad, who was a VFL AFL footballer, 100, 107 games, premiership player, and, you know, he finished playing footy in his mid-30s, and like a lot of ex-footballers, they sort of stop playing and they go, oh, I'm not going to do anything yeah. for six months. And it ends up being six years, 10 yeah. years, 20 years, you know, and it it's too hard to peg back then. And I watched Dad do that and his health deteriorates. So that's a, a big motivator as well. Indeed. And we're really going to talk about that, about about just, I guess, the lessons we can learn from a previous generation. But, you know, I guess the point is we have remarkably different careers and profiles, but our experience around these things is remarkably similar. And I reckon this is the point. You know, I think a lot of blokes what they experience now is that real sense of isolation and a real sense of um, alienation. Yep. So how vital it is that we have this chat, you know, especially someone like yourself to sort of say, well, mate, I totally get it. Yeah. I've had these challenges or I'm having these challenges or I've got a mate that's having these challenges. You know, that that really goes a long way. Probably what's most on brand is I think the way, the link between physical and mental health and knowing what's worked for you in terms of being physically strong and and how that helps you, main, you know, I guess withstand your challenges. Yeah, and I think I'm no expert, so I mean, clearly yeah. people have mental health issues, and it may have nothing to do with your, your physical health, you know. But I, yeah. I think, you know, the way I see it is, if I if 
I just find that I feel better mentally if I'm physically active. So I guess when I finished playing footy, um, I didn't want to go down the same path as my dad probably where I just mm. stopped and did nothing. I think my attitude was just to keep moving. So that that can be just going for a walk. It doesn't have to be yeah. going for a run or going to the gym. You can just get up and go for a walk and get a coffee. Just keep keep yourself moving. And whenever I have had a, a period where I haven't exercised and that, you know, you might go on a holiday and you're out having a drink or you're out having a good time, after a week or two of that, you, I do notice my mental health suffers because of it. So mm-hmm. for me, what works for me is if I know that I'm – if I'm exercising and I'm, I'm keeping relatively healthy, healthy, I think I feel better mentally as well. Um, of course, there's, there's people have mental health issues and they're, they're fit and active and healthy, but that just seems to be what works for me. Absolutely. And I think it's about giving yourself the best chance. Yeah. You know, and there's obviously benefits to, be, yeah. to being physically healthy anyway. But no, look, you're spot on. And, and if there is a, you know, a core message, we've, I guess the Dadbod Project has a number of core messages, but this is, this is our niche within a niche, if that yeah. makes sense. And that's why we offer so much content around training tips and diet tips on our platforms, project on Insta, by the way. Um, then that's, that's why we sort of push that. But it does really lead us into that conversation around our dads and, and the lessons that we can learn. We'll take a break on the Dad Bod Project podcast and when we come back, we'll have a yak about that. This is the Dad Bod Project. The Dad Bod Project podcast episode two with Richo. So, yeah, we were just talking about how, you know, I guess the experience of our own dads and how that influenced you yeah. into doing that. So, I mean, you know, you were saying that your dad in the last sort of period of his life, he Physically, he wasn't in good nick at all. No, nah, no, he struggled. Probably his last 10 years. And you look at it and you go, how could he have avoided it? And I reckon yeah. he could have avoided it by when he finished playing football in 1975. He was 35 years of age. Right. You, you were born right I was then. born that year. Yeah. So I, 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 I can barely remember seeing Dad do any exercise. Yeah. You know? And he and, and, and until his credit, he worked hard. He had a, had his own business, a transport business. Yeah. You know, he'd leave home before we got up most mornings. You know, yeah. he would have been at work, you know, before 7 o'clock, wouldn't be getting home till 7 o'clock and knackered, yeah. knackered yeah. when he got home and probably didn't prioritise his health um, and therefore he wasn't exercising. He probably your diet suffers because you haven't got time, you're stopping, you're just getting, yeah. you know, takeaways at, at lunchtime. And, um, yeah, and it just it just obviously years and years of doing that and probably – Probably got to, I reckon his late 50s and everything just started going downhill. Yeah. You know, he was overweight and then yet the other factors that come with being overweight, you know, your cholesterol and then your, your tickers starts playing up, your joints are sore, his knees were crook. Yeah. You know, and then, um, yeah, and it went downhill quickly and probably the last 10 years of his life, in and out of hospital all the time and, yeah, just it, it really did ruin his life and he, his life yeah. expectancy wasn't great. He, he uh, passed away when he was 75, and that, that's that's too young to be passing away. Yeah. But it was more just his quality of life in those last 10 years that were really bad. And I reckon he could have avoided that if he stayed active in his mid-30s. Yeah. That's what yeah, I see. Yeah, of course, which, yeah. again, which is why we're having the conversation. And, and you're right, it's not just about when he died, it's just how shit house that yeah. period is for a yeah. lot of those blokes then you know and it's interesting oh, I, f- I feel a bit challenged sort of having these conversations a little bit because it's like um, my dad died eight years ago and it's not I'm not emotional about that but I feel like I'm throwing him under, under a bus a little bit yeah. when we talk about things he did wrong but we've got to stress this is a this isn't specifically well, about conversations you got to have though I reckon yeah. I think so which yeah. is why you know you got to say okay what did they get right and wrong and they got some things right that we can probably learn from Heaps too right. we had a great life don't get me wrong we yeah. had a great we had everything we wanted growing up you know yeah. we didn't want for anything um, but yeah, I, I just think 
probably working too hard and not looking after him himself, you know, he yeah. suffered later on in life for that. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, probably the other point is a lot of things they got wrong was just based on pretty poor advice or yeah. no advice. Yeah. You know, so men of that generation didn't look after themselves. They weren't told they needed to. They didn't know. Yeah. Eight beers on a Tuesday, that's Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. You know, so that's you know that's one thing that hopefully we're doing a little better as we, we sort of face these challenges a little bit. But it's it was funny. I mean, and I've discussed this story with you when at my dad's funeral was, and I'd reflected on this for a long time leading up to this. But I got my hard evidence that day when all his mates came there, and these blokes, mate, they were shadows of themselves. So my dad, at my age or our age, you know, in their thirties, they were kings of the world. Mm. They were. And we're talking men in control of their lives. They were yeah. healthy, and they were men, they were real men. Yeah, they were actual yeah. men, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Probably not like me, but you know, they um, we're talking chief magistrates, chief of police. But yeah. you know, like like a couple of his mates were worth several hundred million dollars in terms of their businesses, etc. On the day at the funeral, like some of them had already fallen off the perch yeah. from drinking too much piss, probably. Yeah, but the ones that were there had genuinely fallen to bits. And yeah. I just remember thinking, I could say, why, why has that happened? Well, the first is because they didn't look after their mm. physical health. Yeah. But I reckon there's a couple of other lessons there as well. and Which then affects you mentally later you on, You bet. Yeah. You bet. And that and they'd fallen apart completely as well. Yeah. But the other two things, you know, one's – I mean, this, these are probably podcasts unto themselves, but none of those men adapted to change very well. And, again, they were never told that they would need to, right? They, they Your dad and mine were yeah. told get – Get really good at one thing, yeah. work hard, and then you're going to be fine. Yeah. But the world changed and they couldn't change with it. And we've got, a, I mean, no better examples than footy and rock and roll where um, we've seen blokes come out the other side and unable to adapt, yeah. you know. Yeah. Our generation is probably a bit better at that in some respects because we've already we had to change careers. And, I think you know, so, yeah. Because yeah. women of that generation already wore a lot of hats yeah. and were multi-skilled, you know, yeah. so they handled that better. But the big thing, and this is, the, I guess, the other thing about whether it be the Dad Bod Project or any of these things, those blokes had lost their social connection, yeah, and that's that is the big thing. Yeah, yeah. you got and you got to stay connected with your mates, and I think that's something we've talked about as well. You just got to you, you got to jump on the phone to give each other a ring because I reckon we bottle things up, and I, I've got no doubt my dad probably never really confided in anyone yeah. about if he had stuff with work or family. Yeah, I'll keep it to myself, and you got to let it out. And yeah, I think I found when I've talked to mates my age, and we actually let it out. You feel better straight away. Yeah, you know it doesn't fix the problem that you might be having, but you start to feel a little bit better about it and more positive just by talking about it. Yeah, and I think that's another you know lesson we can learn moving forward, guys. At our age, you know, you get to this point in life, a lot of guys are probably going through marital problems if they got married in their twenties. Yeah. You got to talk about it. You got to have someone you can talk to, and um, yeah, that's something that I really tried to get better at. Can still get a lot better though. Yeah. Well, just to know that's not just you. Yeah. And that's why we're having this chat and yeah. why we're having this chat in a public forum for anyone that's listening, that these yeah. problems, regardless of what you're doing, are remarkably yeah. similar. But, yeah, we'll chat about our mates in a minute. This is the Dadbod Project podcast. The Dadbod Project is here to help, educate and inspire Aussie blokes to reclaim their physical and mental strength. The Dadbod Project podcast episode two is Richard. So we're just talking about how, our, um, you know, one of the lessons from our, the, our father's generation, something that is so important now and... The reason, you know, one of the real reasons that we're doing, I guess, um, or pushing a movement like this yeah. is that they those blokes lost their social connection and, yeah. and, you know, none of them fell out with one another. Yeah. But, yeah, so just, I mean, most of your mates... I reckon it's a... Do you reckon it would have been harder to stay in touch then? Because, you, you know, mobile phones are so easy, aren't they? You can yeah. shoot out a text message. Yes. Back then there was no phones. And I, it would have yes. been easier to lose touch with people. Yeah. 
you know, you've got to get on the blower and try and find them and then they weren't there and then you probably give up. And I reckon that, that would have been a real tough thing for our dads and their generation. No doubt. Yeah. yeah, once they had kids and all that sort of stuff yeah. and go off to other lives and, you know, they stop playing footy and they're not in the footy club yeah. anymore so they're not around. But, um, yeah, it's even though, I mean, with every WhatsApp group that you're in and yeah. all that sort of stuff, you've still got mates that you know are still quite isolated and, yeah. and still, you know, so again, it's a really a big thing we need to do now. But the yeah. WhatsApp group is a... Is a yeah, it you know, is. And I mean, it's that, one great development. It's a good. It's a good way to stay in touch. And you might have different circles of mates. You know, I've got. Yeah. I've got mates from Tassie that I grew up with that yeah. I'm in one group with, yes. and then I've got mates that I played at Richmond with. Then I've got another another WhatsApp group just for yeah. other friends that I've made outside of football. Yeah. So, and well, we it's pretty handy during lockdown. Yeah. The, the messenger groups or whatever. It was. Yeah. And we've a lot of good memes. Yeah, we've we've got one group, and we it's not. Once a month, it might be every two months, but we try and have a lunch every two months. Yeah, and it's not the old rock up at you know lunch time and kick on all night till three in the morning because everyone's got kids they've got to pick up and work yeah. commitments. But it's find somewhere good, get one of the lads to find a restaurant and you take it in turns. Yeah, and you know you, you might be there from one till five o'clock at the latest. You have a nice lunch, a few beers, you have a laugh, you know you have a good connection, and then you all head off home and. I can tell you by later on that night when you're back at home watching the footy or whatever, the messages will go around, geez, that was good, geez, yeah. it was good to catch up and chat, and you feel great about it. So yeah. I reckon that's one thing that with this group in particular, we're just going to keep doing that. Yeah, got to do it. Yeah. And, you know, if someone tries to – if someone drops off, you give them a nudge. Hey, why aren't you coming? You Make sure you get back, you know, because yeah. you know that when you leave there, you're going to feel better. Yeah. You know? Even if you are a bit hungover, yeah, you know, and alcohol is yeah. a separate conversation. We're not, we're not giving it a thumbs up or thumbs down. That'll be a, another Dadboy Project podcast. But it probably highlights, I think, for blokes how I think men need structure and routine, yeah. routine. around some of these things. I certainly that's you know, what it, that's what it becomes. It yeah. becomes a routine. That Otherwise, you have that it doesn't much, happen, or it doesn't happen. Yeah. yeah, and then it becomes six months. Then it becomes a year, yeah. and then that's and when over. blokes become yeah. vulnerable. Yeah, and you know, so certainly whether it be a you know, I've got an Anzac Day weekend and I'll go yeah. to Tassie at the end of Australia Day yeah. weekend every year, all those sorts of things. They're part of their habits, routines, they're all the time. Yeah. Um, we don't need to be going to the pub every Tuesday no. night, you know. You just can't and, do it when you've got young kids. Yeah. You? Well, that's the other thing, you know, when kids come and the challenges when kids come. I mean, you've got two little kids and, yeah. and the challenges that presents with. And the fact that, I mean, we've discussed how our daughters didn't sleep, for example, you know, and that's half the problem is solved right there. The, yeah. You know it's not just you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I think that's what men haven't been so great at. You know, and I know there are fathers' groups and things like that, but you know, again, women have yeah, had those but I conversations. Think that even when I'm talking about that lunch, everyone there's got kids, yeah. and invariably that's what you end up talking about. Yeah, you've all had the same issues, you know. Yeah, and there might be guys that have got kids that are growing up, and they can give you a bit of help. And, you know, what this is going to happen soon, or yeah. that. You know, have you been through this yet? It's just a, it's a good thing to have as well with your kids to know that everyone yeah. everyone's had the same issues, really. Yes. Yeah. And you need to talk about that with other blokes. Yeah, you know, there are yeah. a lot of those things that you probably can't. Because we don't at quite home. handle it as well as the mums do. We like they they yeah. just seem to be able to handle it. Like yes, like, it's tough. You know, it's yeah. tough at times. It is tough, and it's different, and it's tough for them. And I think you know the last well, they thing they do it a lot harder. Don't get me wrong. Well, you know, the last thing your wife wants to hear is that you're tired. Yeah, she's tired too. But yeah. you want to be able to convey that to your mate. Go like this is yeah. this is actually really quite difficult. Yeah. And the nature of those conversations is quite different as well. Yeah, that you is. Know? Yeah. So yeah, it's it's um. It's definitely a um, it's definitely a, a challenging time when that that happens, and I think you've just got to have your um, yeah, you've just got to have a safe space to have real conversations yeah. about it. I and think be honest. 
Yeah. Get it off your chest. Because I don't know about you. I think, you know, and my, you know, my, um, you know, the mother of my ex-wife and things like that, there are still in conversations like that where you, there are certain things you probably can't say. Yeah. You know, you can't complain that you're tired. You can't, yeah. you know. So yeah. I think, yeah, if you've got a forum where you can do it, I think that's really, really important. The Dadbot Project is here to help educate and inspire Aussie blokes to reclaim their physical and mental strength. Richo, how do you... I mean, maintaining your connections with your mates, and because your best mates now were your best mates from Tassie, right? Yeah, most, so they're still there. Yeah, best, they're still there. And yeah. then I've got mates, obviously, that I played footy with at Richmond, you know, and then mates that I've met, you know, through other mates and people I've met in Melbourne. I've been living yeah. in Melbourne now since 1992. So yeah. you, you might have three or four different sort of social groups that you're involved in. Yeah. Um, I think the best way to, that I find to stay connected with them is to have a WhatsApp group. I think we're all, yeah. we've all got them now. Yeah. Um, and you know, you got your footy footy mates in one group. I've got my, as I said, my old Tassie mates in another group. Then I've got a, a group of other mates that I've just met through the years that are in a lunch group. We have a lunch every yeah. every six or eight weeks on a Friday. And I think that's been the best way to stay connected in the last few years, particularly once footy finished. Yeah. You're not at the footy club every day and you're surrounded yes. by mates. You know, you might go a few weeks without seeing anyone if you don't stay connected. So yeah. I think that's a good way of doing it. Yeah, all the, you know, we've we got one, I've got a few um, of the WhatsApp ones and then we'll yeah. get, there's a Facebook Messenger one. So the medium necessarily yeah. is not the important bit, but no. it is a good way, particularly, yeah. I mean, we had the better part of 18 months where we couldn't hang out yeah. anyway. Yeah, yeah. that's so how you stayed in touch. That's absolutely vital, yeah. how we stayed in touch, but it's also how we set up times when we would get yeah. together. Well, it's hard, everyone's got a different schedule. You know, everyone's on yeah. different hours, you've got different commitments with your kids yeah. and your kids' sport and your own work. So if you don't actually have somewhere where you can get everyone in and you throw a date out there and you make everyone commit, it'll, it just never happens. Yeah. So it's a good way of doing it. Yeah, absolutely. And you just um, – there'll always, like you say, there's always a reason not to do it. If you've got a date where you lock it in, this is happening. And yeah. we have a lot of these throughout the year that happen at the same time every year. Yeah. We know we're going to do yeah, it. Yeah, it's the same event that you have, yeah. yeah. And so uh, once you get that routine and you know it's fun, you want to keep doing it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it means you don't need to go to the pub every yeah. Friday night. No. You can if you want. We actually look forward to it more when it actually is yeah. every five or six weeks, you know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We're very grateful to have you as a voice for this. No, um, that's great. Around the, you know, the diet training and, and mental health, yeah. mate. Uh, thank you to our producer, Dean Thomas. The socials, project. I'm at R-A-V-T-H-I-M-A-S. And for Richo, well, you probably already follow him. Yeah. Well, let's ask for a tip, mate. We mean, yeah. Now we've started this. We want Richo's tip what do you got for us? Number one, it might is just keep moving. Yeah, keep moving. Try and do something every day. Now I know it's hard some days when you've got a lot of your work and whatever. But if you if you're at work and you've got a lunch break, you can go for a walk in your lunch break. Yeah. Walk fifteen minutes to the cafe, grab your coffee or your sandwich, and walk the fifteen minutes back. Yeah. Don't go to the cafe downstairs. I reckon you can always find an excuse not to do some exercise, yeah. but you can actually fit it in to your routine, daily routine that you have. You know, so. Yeah. Yeah, keep moving. I think that was my number one thing. And, and when I finished playing, I didn't stop for a week, you know. I didn't have six weeks off or six months off. I just kept doing it. Every every second day normally I'd go for a jog. Yeah. Or What do you do now? Probably every second day I'd go for a jog. Okay. But I'd, 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 there wouldn't be many days where I didn't do something, even yeah. if it was just a walk, you know, half yeah. an hour walk or, or try and get to the gym, which we haven't been able to do uh, a lot in Melbourne with, the, you know, the lockdowns in and out. But... Um, yeah, keep moving would be my number one tip. You know, I don't have any huge dietary tips or, you know, don't drink alcohol because I love a beer as much as anyone. I love catching up with a mate and having a beer or friends over for a glass of wine. But 
I just think if you keep moving, I think that will then override if you have a bad day and you have a pizza or and probably I'd try and if I did have any dietary advice, it'd be don't have one day a week where you just have a blowout. You get the hamburger and chips and the pizza yeah. and you look forward to it. It's like like you said, we like routine. There's a routine. Sunday yeah. night, fish and chips, whatever. Um, but we we like to eat reasonably healthy most nights. Yeah, yeah. Keep Did- moving to my number one tip. I'm yeah. into that. Seen too many mates not do that. And then Rav, what happens is they put a bit of weight on, and it might be three, four years down the track, and they start. They get you know they look in the mirror and they go, "Geez, I, I want to get back to my playing weight." It's too hard, then. Yeah. It's just all too hard, and you, you try for a few months, and then you just give up. Yeah. So yeah, that'd be it. Mate. I'm into that. Which I. Thanks, Thanks for having me. Pleasure, mate.